Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Today we have an entitled parent story of a Karen at a water park. We'll get into that in a bit, but first, babysitting while dad's home sick. Just wanted to get this rant off my chest. My sister is a teacher and has to work late about once a month due to after-school events. And the night was one of those nights. She usually picks up her son from daycare that closes at 5 as her husband works until 6. She texted me a couple of weeks ago letting me know that she was working late and asked me to pick up her son tonight and watch him until she got home from work. And I of course agreed. Today I left work early to pick him up. I generally work until 5 but work an office job so not a huge deal to work through lunch and leave work at 4.30 every once in a while. I was shocked when I got to my sister's house to see her husband at home sick from work and was cooking dinner just for himself. I just kept my mouth shut for a bit thinking maybe he was too sick to drive and besides I'd already driven all the way over here anyways so might as well spend some time with my niece. Anyways I started cooking dinner for my nephew and I and I spent some time playing with him. Her husband didn't help at all. He was coughing but honestly didn't seem super sick and was even working from home a bit. By the time my sister got home, I was really annoyed with his coughing everywhere. I'm not sick and don't want to be. And the fact that I really shouldn't have had to have been there in the first place and confronted my sister. I asked why she didn't cancel on me and have her husband pick up his child from daycare rather than me or at least let me know that he was home sick. I complained as I left work early because I thought that her and her husband had no other childcare options, and that it's a privilege for me to be able to leave early that could easily be taken away by my boss. She looked really surprised that I was upset and asked why I didn't speak to her husband, but I told her that she's my sister and honestly I didn't feel like it was my place to argue with her husband over this when they should be figuring out childcare between the two of them. Then she got mad at me for bringing up something her husband did, but I reminded her that she's the one who asked me to watch her kid in the first place, and she could have cancelled. She also has the power to tell her husband to pick him up instead when I wasn't even aware that he was home, and I can't tell her husband what to do like she can. She then said I don't understand how hard it is to organize and manage things because I'm not a parent, and she didn't ask her husband to pick up their son today because it never crossed her mind. I was doing it. Lastly, she thought I'd be happy to spend time with my nephew. I never said I wasn't and I felt like this was using her kid for manipulation. I was done after that and left. Anyways, I feel bad for just leaving after an argument, but I really thought they were both being inconsiderate of my time as a childless woman. I think my favors will be limited in the future. This is definitely a great way to make sure that your family never helps you again. I mean, how inconsiderate is it for her to go, well, I just didn't think about asking my husband. Like, what does that even mean? I can tell you're just lying to my face when you say that. You didn't think your husband would be an option to pick up your guys' kid? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy these stories of entitled parents, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, Mother-in-law buys us a two-day weekday hotel stay in her city as a Christmas gift. Husband, 37, and I, 30-year-old female, live a nine-hour drive away from mother-in-law. No kids. 
For Christmas, without checking with us first, she bought us a hotel from Tuesday to Thursday during a random week in the summer. She told us it was a trip for us lovebirds to do whatever we want. Sure, Jan. I started a new job last summer and don't have paid vacation for a year. Government. I also have to have someone watch our two dogs while we're away. We are also responsible for paying for our flights as well. So it's a big hit financially for a vacation we didn't want in the first place. Anyway, husband and I were doing some planning for what we're wanting to do. I have family in their area and husband has other family as well. Mother-in-law finds out and tells us we need to spend the whole trip with her. We were planning on spending all Wednesday with her, but then she goes into a guilt trip about how we never see her. For the record, we saw her last summer and at Christmas. Anyway, she wants to spend Wednesday and Thursday with us and is now saying the trip was for her to spend time with us. No crap. But we fly in Tuesday night and fly out Friday morning, only flights available, which means I won't be able to see my family unless I extend our trip and expenses. I got 10 text messages at midnight, 11pm her time last night, about why we need to focus on her for the trip. She has surgery, not while we're there, but later in the summer for a shoulder injury. She doesn't get time off besides this, I don't even have this time off, she can't travel, etc. Her tone was rude and she's never talked to me like that before. Today, she told my husband she wants to sell her house so she can contribute to a down payment on a home we're saving for. We said we don't want to talk about that until after the summer. How do we put an end to the generosity that is actually leveraged to control our behavior? Is there a way to gently shut this down? She doesn't listen and isn't interested in our opinions or perspective and doesn't respect boundaries. LOL, please help me. I mean, whether or not you can gently do it or firmly do it, you just say no? And whatever offers they make, you just say no. I mean, it's not like they can force their wallet into whatever exchange you eventually do for a house or whatnot. I mean, if you gotta start threatening to go like low contact or something or be like, listen, I'm gonna just block you for a while, maybe until we get the whole house thing figured out and then we'll be back. Our next story is, my grandmother tries to take advantage of my family and fails to do so with a stroke of luck for my father. Important people in the story, grandmother, grandfather, father, and aunt. Also, by disability in this story, I'm talking about disability insurance. Setting, Arkansas and Oregon. The story. So, in 2018, my father quit his job at a warehouse store because his 12-hour shifts, walking on concrete floors, had to sh- If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? 
Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Destroyed his legs. This made us lose over two-thirds of our income. I was 12 or 13-ish at the time, so there wasn't much I could do. Neither my sister, who was only a year older. From that point forward, he went to go file for disability since that was the only way he could get us income. While in the meantime, my mother ended up being the breadwinner of the house with a measly 40000 a year. The doctors kept refusing to scan his legs, so he had a hard time getting disability insurance. He had to use a cane, and still does to this day. It was devastating, but 40000 a year for my mother was enough, thanks to one thing. I know what you're thinking. How did we survive as a family of four for 40000 a year? Well, our grandmother actually owned the house we lived in, so we weren't paying a dime for the house, which lifted a lot of weight off our shoulders. My father tried and tried again. But the doctor scanning his body would not scan his legs, keeping him from successfully getting disability money. And somewhere mid-2020, he got rejected when he first applied for disability since his education could get him a good job. He was a high school dropout, mind you. This ticked him off since he couldn't get any income whatsoever and he hated that. Anyways, so during summertime, my sister, with the help of grandparents who lived in Oregon, went to Oregon for a few weeks. At the time, my grandparents' house had grandmother, grandfather, and aunt. And when she got back, she was giving the hint that she did not want to go back. According to her, everything was covered in mold. It was greasy, and apparently everyone who lived there had some sort of hate towards each other, mainly grandmother and grandfather versus aunt. Aunt and grandfather smoked, so grandmother already had a distaste in them, but she didn't want to cause a scene, so she kept quiet. Mid-2021, and my grandmother made it quite clear that she planned to move down, saying sometime by the end of 2022, so we had enough time ahead to get a house of our own. Well, we thought, at least. After hearing this, my father, who had to walk with a cane, sadly has to renovate the house with the help of everyone else. But since he had the most knowledge and skill, he pretty much did most of the work. This left him absolutely destroyed, and he managed to replace a tile floor, an entire exterior wall, a quite large fence, and insulation in the ceiling. I did as much as I could, but I tried to help at least. Remember when I said my grandmother owned the house we lived in? 
Well, she decided that in mid-April, while we were still working on some crap with a three-week warning, that she was moving down from Oregon and everything better be gone. Grandfather wouldn't tag along since their Oregon house still needed someone to be there and he wasn't retired yet. Aunt was not trusted alone there, since she wouldn't even be there half the time, so he had another reason to stay. Anyways, grandmother was pretty much kicking us out, but her plan was more complex. She wanted to take control of us, since she knew we wouldn't be able to purchase a house with only 40000 a year. She wanted us to come begging to allow us back in the house so she would have absolute control over us, as she knew we didn't favor being homeless. She knew my father didn't want to just abandon everything he had worked on since he never got a second to enjoy it. She knew me and my sister wouldn't be able to get jobs since we had a huge workload with both school and the house. We all knew that, and she knew that would be our fate, or so she thought. My father had actually successfully gotten disability a few months prior and kept his bonus for a situation like this, but for more of a tornado-based reasoning, since Arkansas had gotten quite the tornadoes at that time. With just a week of searching, we successfully got a home about half an hour away and immediately got to work on moving in. My school used Google Classroom, so I was able to miss a couple of days while still completing schoolwork. As we were completely settled into our new home, about two weeks after finding said home, and I was there to listen, my father got a call. Guess who it was? Entitled Grandmother. This is a back and forth between grandmother and father. Dad picks up. Entitled Grandmother says, So how are you guys? Sitting in a homeless shelter or even a storage unit? Clearly waiting for a yes, my dad laughs his butt off. Well, we actually got a home within the time frame and we don't have to go under your rules, as we all know your plan. She says, what do you mean? You can't afford such. Your family makes somewhere around $40,000 at max. Father says, take a guess at who got disability benefits. Silence for about 10 seconds. She says, you getting a house or not, your butt needs to finish renovating this place. From what I can see, there's still some missing insulation and you couldn't even finish my bathroom. Also, how dare you hide your disability from me? I am your mother. I should be the first to hear such. Father says, had you given us the time, that could have been done by now, but no. We had to be gone by three weeks. And what do you mean, hide my disability? It's been clear I've walked around on a cane for two or three years. It was bound to happen. Entitled grandmother mumbles something and then hangs up. A couple weeks later, she settles down to Arkansas as everyone acts as if nothing happened. But Entitled Grandmother decided it was time to make an attempt at manipulating my father to get him to continue working on the house as it was nowhere near done. He didn't have much to do, so he accepted, knowing he would be in three days of pain doing so since he had to walk with a cane half the time. She tried this again and again, but we kind of ignored it after a while, until one day, around 11am, she tried to get my father to work on the roof rather than care for my sister, who was in the hospital. On the phone call, she acted as if her house was more important than my sister's heart rate, reaching 213. He explained the situation thoroughly, so she knew what was going on with my sister. But she decided her own life was more important than hers and tried to brush the situation off. The conversation ended badly, but she was digging herself a hole. Not us. She really wanted to go back to Oregon at that point. After the small argument with her, grandfather called my father up. With the sake of not getting divorced from grandmother, that he was removed from the will, clearly not knowing the full story, this was one of entitled grandmother's plans to get us to ba- 
Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Egg again, but they didn't really have much as it didn't really affect us. Now, yes, they still had the house in Oregon and didn't plan to sell it anytime soon, but she had already brought down some heavy crap like her tractor, so it was either she sells it or she stays. She held for a little bit. She made her decision after having to spend Christmas alone, since no one in Arkansas who had a social connection to her, pretty much my family, liked her. She realized that her assertive personality was catching up to her, and that was that. We soon heard that Aunt was kicked out after Entitled Grandmother returned to Oregon, and we believe it was because Entitled Grandmother had to yell at someone, and we weren't there to get yelled at. She ended up getting an apartment, but she didn't talk to them anymore, as far as I'm aware, and that is as far as it's gotten so far. In the meantime, I started 11th grade as a 15-year-old last fall, and currently gonna finish it up soon. Entitled Grandmother is back down to Arkansas this spring break, so I'll update if there's enough crap going on, as I am sure she's gonna try to do something. I hope I don't jinx myself saying that. I'm so happy for Opie that they managed to get into a situation right in the nick of time that they could get out of there. God forbid you get stuck under somebody's thumb like that that wants to just keep crushing you and smushing you into the ground under their shoe. I mean, what was the point other than just being satisfied that she was having control over you guys? It just kind of feels sick and twisted like they're fueling themselves, leeching off of your misery. This next story is, my mom was pregnant and my parents blamed me for losing the baby. Well now I know why my parents tried to force me to move back in on Thanksgiving. My mom was pregnant with kid number 6 and I only recently found out. To start things off with, one of my siblings found my Reddit account not too long after my last post and they showed it to our parents, who in turn showed up at my apartment screaming at me about how I'd set them up to get my mom arrested and made the world think they're bad parents. Well. They are. I called them out while standing in my doorway about all the crap they've done, right down to leaving my siblings at my door on a day they knew I worked. That's bad parenting any way you look at it, and it didn't really matter that I set them up, because I would have otherwise called the police on my mom anyway when she left kids at my door, and in the end, it would have made no difference. My dad looked like he was ready to raise a fist to me, and I said that action alone proves me right that they're crappy parents, then stated that if he tried to hit me, It would turn out like last time, and I don't think his chestnuts could take another hit from my boots. And yes, I was wearing them. Dad seemed to wince and clench his legs together at the thought of what I did to him last time, so we ended up leaving and dragging my mom out by the hand, and he yelled back before leaving the hallway that he expected me to pay them back for the fine they had to pay for child abandonment, since it was my fault. I told them to freak off and that I didn't owe them crap. They didn't say anything back. It was just recently that I got some very bad news. My mom had been about six months pregnant, and she lost the baby after a bad fall at home when she slipped on wet porch steps and landed face down in gravel. Honestly, I couldn't tell she'd been pregnant at all the time I'd saw her prior to that. She's a bit on the heavier side, and had always been clumsy, but not fat. Just enough that you really couldn't tell if she was pregnant or not. 
it's sad, and this was her first miscarriage, so she really wanted someone to blame. And that someone had to be me in her eyes because I destroyed the family by not helping and by costing them so much money. She and dad showed up at my apartment again with her in crutches just to say it was all my fault she lost the baby because I refused to come home and help when they needed me. It turned into a pretty big argument where I called them out on how they were just looking for free childcare and looking to blame me for something that's not my fault. It's not my fault they got pregnant again when mom is 44 years old, and it's not my fault it happened anyway. Blame it on the rotten old porch dad was too cheap to ever fix or replace. Well, my father laid his hands on me again when I said that, and I got a sharp right hook from him, and then I ended up kicking his butt one more time. I'd never really stopped working out at the gym, and I'm even stronger than I was when I took him down last Thanksgiving. He didn't stand a chance. I blinked out in a rage and ended up breaking his nose and knocking out both of his front teeth before my mom's screaming made me stop. Police were called and I was put in cuffs while my father had to be taken to the hospital. Thankfully, the hallways for my apartment complex have CCTV, and I had my phone camera going behind me in my apartment as well that I'd started recording when my parents knocked. The footage easily showed that my father attacked me first, and I defended myself. I'm essentially in the clear as it was labeled self-defense. But now, my parents are wanting to sue me for my dad's medical bills and the fine they had to previously pay. Dad can't go to work for some time due to the beating I gave him. He's in a neck brace with a broken nose, a black eye, two lost teeth, and who knows what else. His beard also had to be shaved off, which he's also very unhappy about. He was also pretty much dead to me even before this, so I guess this makes him double dead to me. And what little power he ever thought he had as my father is gone. I'm physically much stronger than him, and soon I'll be starting a new job that pays way better thanks to all my hard work these past few months. And maybe with a few years of saving, I'll get a much better place to live. My eldest sibling called me to say I was their hero for beating the crap out of dad, and that they were planning on leaving just like I did when they turn 18, but it was my next sibling after them that found my reddit posts after hearing them on YouTube, and that led to my parents finding out, because my mom heard them talking about it and made them show my post to her. They said she was enraged and started breaking things. My siblings have apologized that they let mom and dad find out, and that they would have never have said anything if they'd known mom was listening. Both have also said that they're happy there won't be another baby though. They are already having to do a lot of the childcare for my parents right now, and they hate it. They admitted to blaming me for leaving at first too, but they realized that when you become an adult, you deserve to take your own path. It's still up in the air whether or not my parents actually will try to sue me, but I think I can safely say that it'll be a loss for them if they do. One of my friend's uncles is a lawyer and said he'd represent me if my parents decide to sue. And he also says that they don't have much of a case since it was self-defense. And to my parents, who will probably read this, I only have this to say. Leave me the heck alone. You don't own me or my siblings, and when the time comes for them to be able to leave at 18, I'll help them get out of your house. You both have always been selfish narcissists. It's not my fault mom lost the baby, and it's not my fault you had such a hard time without me in the house to be your free babysitter. Consider that broken nose and lost teeth as a good reason to never even touch me again. And don't forget that I've only told a fraction of the crap that went on in my life thanks to y'all here. If I wanted to, I could post story after story of the crap that went on in my childhood, but that wouldn't bring me satisfaction, so just leave me the heck alone.
one million percent that was self-defense. I think that's pretty clear cut here. I don't think anybody, especially when reviewing the actual video evidence, which I hope OP like went and got backups from the apartment complex CCTV and stuff just to really make sure, there's no way OP would be liable for any of this and their friend's uncle being pro bono I assume is a pretty clear indicator that it's an open and shut case. Our next story is Karen at a water park again. Why are there so many? Anyway, I'm the same guy as the last water park, Karen. Today was a doozy, so strap in. Alright, so this time I was on the play structure. The literal snarkiest kid I have ever dealt with showed up. She was in her early teens, easily. She told her little brother, I'm assuming, to go down when he definitely wasn't clear to go. I had to yell to get his attention to tell him not to go. The girl then taps on my shoulder and goes, My grandma said not to yell at her kids. I stared at her and then just said, I'm sorry, but if I need to get someone's attention quickly and they aren't listening, I'm going to yell. She gave me a death stare and then jumped down the slide. When I didn't clear her, she nearly rammed into her brother. Strike one. Next time she came up, she was about to go down early and I told her, if you go down, you're on strike two. She straight out turned to me and said, I don't care and went down. Strike two. The next time she just ran down the slide immediately and even had the audacity to stick her tongue out at me on her way down. Strike three. The next time she came up, I told her not so happily, sorry but you can't go down the slide anymore today. She pouted and said, my grandma says I can. I looked her in the eyes and replied with, well your grandma isn't a lifeguard. I am what I say goes. Again, I'm a little ticked at this point. She sticks her tongue out again and goes downstairs and talks to her grandma. May the fun begin. I watch this lady walk her way up the stairs. I'm super excited at this point. Why did you tell my baby she can't go down the slide? She can go down the slide. Let her go down the slide. She came out the gate swinging. I wasn't prepared for that. I replied with a simple, she broke the rules three times, so she can't ride the slide anymore today. She yelled back, what did she do, huh? She didn't break any rules, let her go down. I'm trying not to smile like an idiot this entire time. I'm sorry ma'am, but as the lifeguard, I decide who goes down the slide and she broke the rules. She went down the slide three times without my permission, endangering both herself and her brother. On top of that, she outright taunted me, she can't go down the slide anymore. She turned around and said, I'm going to go talk to your manager. They'll agree with me. Somehow it's the same head guard as last time. I feel like it's a curse at this point, honestly. The woman comes back with my head guard trailing her. This one, he told my baby she can't go down the slide. My head guard turned to me and just said, I saw the camera footage. This was just a formality. Then he turned to the woman and said, ma'am, this lifeguard is correct. Your granddaughter broke the rules three times and even taunted him. She cannot go down the slide. And then the unthinkable happened. She slapped him. She slapped my head guard in the face. He looked at her dumbfounded. I stepped in before he could explode. All right, ma'am, you are now being expelled from the premises. I'm going to take you to your room. You're going to pack your things and you're going to leave along with anyone you came with. She turned to me shocked. For what reason? I paid to be here. I'm going to stay. I'm just dumbfounded. You assaulted an employee. It doesn't matter if you paid to be here. Now, let's go to your room so you can pack. She just grunted and said, fine, I didn't want to stay here anyway. My head guard put his hand on my chest and stopped me. I can handle it. Stay on play. I nodded and they walked away. I watched him take her to her family. 
He explained what happened, and then he escorted them out. So, that was easily the most insane thing I've seen at this park. I'm writing this on my break. This happened about 20 minutes ago. You know, I've heard of plenty of entitled people at amusement parks and things like that, fairs and stuff, especially water parks. Not many of them rise to the level of just blatantly slapping a guard right there across their face. They're lucky either the guard had some restraint, but especially that OP was there, because I could imagine anybody in that situation, guard or not, employee or not, blowing up and giving a little bit of retaliation in the sake of self-defense, grandma or not. I mean, just straight up striking them out of nowhere for no reason at all. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another crazy entitled parent story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.